Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. It's Wednesday the 27th of March. Coming up, helipad could help save more lives. The helipad at King's being open overnight will mean the most sick and seriously injured patients can get to a major trauma centre, sometimes an hour, hour and a half quicker than they would do normally. Memorial unveiled to restaurant fire victims and why art lovers will be heading to one Kent town. This is the largest collection of, of contemporary urban art in the UK and in fact possibly the world. There's nowhere else that a story of a town is told so compellingly. Kent Online News. KMFM's been told more Kent lives could be saved. Now the helipad at a London hospital will stay open 24-7. Previously, patients in the county who needed to go to the major trauma centre at King's College have had to travel in a land ambulance after nine at night. Changes mean the county's air ambulance will now be able to land there overnight. Dr Martin Tunnicliffe says it'll make a huge difference. The primary difference this will make will be ease of access for people in Kent, Surrey and Sussex to a major trauma centre during the hours of darkness. Previously, we can attend patients by helicopter at night within our network but can't fly them to a major trauma centre. So the helipad at King's being open overnight will mean the most sick and seriously injured patients can get to a major trauma centre, sometimes an hour, hour and a half quicker than they would do normally. We know that in major trauma time does make a difference so as well as the advanced interventions we can do at the side of the road uh, out in Kent, Surrey and Sussex we can actually get people to definitive care much more quickly as well now. King's is a major trauma centre and there are a small number of major trauma centres across the country and major trauma centres are mandated to have specialities such as neurosurgery, cardiothoracic surgery, vascular surgery amongst others to provide expert care that can't be provided at a local hospital. The the vast majority of our trauma workload involves road traffic accidents and other accidental injuries at the home, but increasingly we're seeing a a number of assaults and increases in penetrating injury amongst the the patient load we, we treat, not just in London but throughout the counties as well. I'm Helen Bocock and I chair the trustee board for Air Ambulance Kent, Surrey and Sussex. A patient in Margate can be transported here in 30 minutes rather than up to two hours, which is the journey time by land. That could make the difference between life and death. The ongoing operating costs per annum are around 100,000. Um, we have agreed to, to support the operating costs, so as a charity we are contributing 100,000 per annum for the the costs of operating the helipad. We need to raise around 11 million per annum. We are a charity, we get a very small amount of our income from government, but the vast amount of it comes from our supporters. They're people who subscribe to our lottery, leave legacies, run the marathons for us, uh, give to us in a variety of different ways. And we are immensely grateful to those people who support us because that income is absolutely critical. And we are contributing some of that income to the costs of running the helipad. So the people in our region can know that they're contributing to this very significant development. It's going to make an enormous difference to patients who need a major trauma centre during the hours of darkness between 9pm and 7am. It means that they can be brought here in a helicopter rather than having to travel by land vehicle. And in some parts of our region, it's up to two hours by road from, for example, Margate to the Uh, major trauma centre here at King's. So it is 
enabling us to reduce that journey time by 75% and get patients here within about 30 minutes. Kent Online reports. In today's other news, a man who attacked his former partner with a claw hammer near Gravesend has been jailed for eight years. Alexander Weston injured the mother of his two children at her home in Mepham in the middle of the night last September. The 43-year-old from Churchfields in Westmoreland has been cleared of attempted murder. He'd already admitted wounding with intent. A lorry driver's been jailed after being caught smuggling more than 7 million illegal cigarettes into Kent. The 45-year-old from Poland was stopped at the port of Dover in February, where the cigarettes were found hidden under boxes containing windows. He's been sentenced to just over three years. Eight people have been charged following an investigation into alleged cyber crimes in Kent. It follows reports a company in Tunbridge Wells was hacked in April 2017, which resulted in a client paying £25,000 after receiving a fraudulent email. The group are aged between 18 and 38. And a memorial for victims of a restaurant fire in Kent more than 40 years ago has been unveiled. Seven people, including three children, died when the blaze ripped through the crypt on Bench Street in Dover in 1977. Hundreds of people attended a service, including survivors and relatives of those affected. Kent Online News. Finally today, a Kent seaside town is now home to the UK's largest outdoor contemporary art exhibition. Creative Folkestone has placed its 46th permanent artwork in the town, a sculpture called The Ledge by Bill Woodrow. Chief Exec Alistair Upton says it makes Folkestone unique. We now have 46 artworks and they're... um an extraordinary exhibition of works. They're by a whole range of artists. There's internationally renowned artists, you know, Yoko Ono. There's national artists of international renown, Tracy Emin, Mark Wallinger, Cornelia Parker. And then there's local artists like uh, Jonathan Wright. And we see his boats going along um, along Tontine Street. Uh, and what those works do in, is if you come to Folkestone and you walk around, you will see them and they will prompt thoughts and ideas and you can really understand the town in a way here that it's not possible to do in any other town. You can understand its history, its geography, what its challenges are and what its future looks like. And this exhibition is free and it's here 365 days a year, um, 24 hours a day. Come and see art, understand the town and enjoy yourself. We commission all of these pieces. Uh, the, the Creative Folkestone goes out and understands the town, where artworks might go, what the issues are, where the energy is in the town, and then we look for the artist who could produce something that's appropriate for that spot. So nothing is by chance. There are no artworks that are just dropped in. Everything is telling you something. So you look at it and it's visually arresting. You know, you hard to miss it. None of this landscape is uncreated by humans. I mean, if you removed what we're standing on, the harbour, the buildings, all of that, you would then just be left, you, you couldn't have any of the, the grass, you couldn't have any of that, none of that. You, you just get the cliffs and the sea. And actually you probably wouldn't get that because we've stopped the erosion by building certain things. None of this is unfabricated. So everything we've got here, everything we look at um, in this urban setting is already made by people. And so all we're doing is adding pieces that allow us to understand and appreciate it and to take stock of it. In fact, if you walk along and go, well, I understand that house, but I don't understand this house, you might stop and go, 
Why do I understand that house and not this house? What is it? What's it telling me? Oh, who lives there? I wonder where they live there. I wonder who owns that. I wonder if they live in the town. Are those people who just come down? I wonder where people who grow up in this town live. I wonder what happens there. And I think we're adding to the environment and then getting people to think about it. So it's not a neutral space. This is a constructed environment and we are adding to that construction. Don't forget, for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.